I am Carrie Nichols, and this is The 10-Minute Therapist, Episode 16, Finding Your Therapist. This podcast delivers tips, tools, and resources to improve your mental health in daily, manageable doses. My name is Carrie Nichols, and I am The 10-Minute Therapist. One of the questions that I get from friends and family members is how to find the right therapist. And I know this can be a really tricky issue because you are taking your most personal thoughts, feelings, and experiences, and you're potentially going to be unloading them on a total stranger. And that puts you in a very vulnerable situation. And of course, that can be really scary. So you want to make sure that you're making the right choice when you're doing that. When you're selecting a therapist, you want to make sure that you're researching as much as possible to get the right kind of person. So I'm just going to give you some suggestions for things that I would do if I were um, in your shoes and I was looking for a therapist. So first things first, you can always ask around. Ask friends, family, um, church leaders, uh, other professionals in the area. Ask around and see if uh, anybody has a good referral word of mouth. If someone has had a good experience with a therapist... That um, lets you know that this therapist has been effective, at least in some situation. Now, we'll talk about this later, but just because a a therapist works well for one person doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to work well for you, but it's a starting place. It's a launching point. Um, If you don't have any referrals in that way, I would hop onto um, a directory, something like Psychology Today or network therapy. There are several out there. So psychology today is very inundated. You're going to find, you know, thousands of profiles, which can be overwhelming. So you want to narrow it down. Uh, They will let you narrow it down by insurance if that's important to you, if you really need it to be in network. I personally will say that at least consider speaking with your insurance company about out-of-network benefits. Some insurance companies have pretty excellent out-of-network benefits and you have access to more therapists, potentially therapists that are a better fit for you. And a lot of the really good therapists that I know are not um, not always in network. So sometimes it's worth looking outside to see if you can find out-of-network benefits. Uh, You can also narrow it down by issue that you're experiencing. So think of the big reason, like why are you coming in? Is this for depression? Is it for anxiety? Is it for relationship issues or parenting? Is it for your child who's got ADHD? Like what's the, the, you know, the, the thing that's provoking you or prompting you to come into treatment? You can narrow it down by that issue. Um, Every therapist on psychology today can choose their top three issues that they're comfortable working with. And it is probably helpful if your issue falls into someone's top three. It's not essential, but it might be useful. You definitely want to make sure that your issue is at least somewhere on their list, even if it's not the top three on the list. Um, You can narrow it down by age. So if you're looking for your child, they've got that. If you're looking for an adolescent, try to find somebody who specializes in working with adolescents. I know some therapists are comfortable working with adolescents and adults, but maybe they're not comfortable working with children and vice versa. Um, I know a therapist that prefer working with children as well. Um, You can narrow it down by religion if uh, you're looking for a Christian therapist or any kind of other other religion or faith. You can also narrow it down by types of therapy. 
Um, just, you know, from, from my perspective, I would try to look, you know, evidence-based practices. So cognitive behavioral therapy, um, that's great for like depression, anxiety, uh, I always recommend mindfulness-based therapies. I think that everybody could benefit from mindfulness. If you're doing couples work, I would look at Gottman Method or Emotionally Focused Couples Therapy. If you have a trauma background and you're finding yourself really stuck, um, EMDR is a great uh, kind of strange and interesting tool that you can access that might be helpful for you. So those are some tips for ways that you can kind of narrow it down. You're going to want to, you know, filter as much as you possibly can and then look through the profiles that pop up. Look at the pictures. Look at the look at the profiles. What are they saying about themselves? What are they saying about the kind of client that they're looking for, who they like to work with, the things that they provide to you um, as a therapist? I think that it's really important that you feel you know, at least mildly drawn into their biography because it's it's the first way to establish that relationship. It's step one in a therapeutic relationship. Some therapists from there, you know, narrow it down to maybe three to five therapists that you're particularly interested in looking uh, more into. I would give them calls or emails, reach out, ask them if they're accepting new clients. Some therapists will be willing to give you a quick uh, free consultation on the phone. This isn't a, you know, a full therapy session, but it's just maybe five to 10 minutes to talk about what's going on with you, um, what they can offer you if they've worked with these kinds of clients before, just to see if it's a, it's mutually a good fit. And I definitely recommend if that's a service that a therapist provides, take advantage of that. It can be Again, that could be step two in establishing that therapeutic foundation and making sure that you've got a relationship that clicks. Um, Next step is actually scheduling the appointment. Um, When you meet with them, go in with an open mind. Try not to be too worried. You don't need to apologize if you cry. I, I can't tell you how many people... I get in my office that say sorry for crying, you know, the first time that we meet. And the reality is that's normal. (laughs) It's a very emotional, vulnerable situation. But be honest, be direct about, um, be ready to come in and talk about what's going on, what brought you here, a little bit about your background, what are your goals, what are you looking for, bring any questions that you've got. It's a great time to make sure that you're kind of interviewing this therapist to make sure that they're a good fit for you. Um, And from there, I say therapy and finding a therapist, uh, it can be a little bit like dating. The truth is there are a lot of great people out there, but maybe they're not all the right fit for you relationship-wise. And That's true with dating, but it's also true with therapy. There are great therapists out there, and that doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to jive well with you. doesn't mean that they're going to be a great fit for you and what you want and what you need. And if you don't feel completely comfortable, if you don't feel open or like you can trust this person to to say what you need to say and feel like they're giving you a non-judgmental safe place or whatever, or maybe they don't have the tools, maybe they're not specific to your issue, whatever the reason is, if this doesn't feel like a good fit for you, it's okay to say that and it's okay to to keep looking. Um, Please, if you you know, had one bad experience with a therapist, you can give up on that therapist, but don't give up on therapy as a whole. Um, 
There are plenty of other great qualified people out there who can work better with you. Um, And I know that it can be hard to try again after you've had a disappointing experience. Again, that's like dating, right? If you've got a bad, date a bad boyfriend, maybe you're hesitant to open up in the next relationship. But there, there are good well-qualified, positive professionals out there who can help you. Just keep searching. Um, I have definitely been interviewed even. Like I've had uh, parents who've come beforehand. They have been honest and open with me. Hey, I'm interviewing five therapists this week. We're going to narrow it down from there. My child is going to meet with you, you know, the next time if we feel like it could potentially be a good fit. And honestly, as a therapist, that doesn't bother me at all. I completely understand that and if I were looking for my child for a therapist, I would probably want to do something similar. I would want to make sure that this is the right person for me and my family. So those are a few tips that I've got for you to help you in your search for a therapist. I definitely think, honestly, anybody can benefit from therapy, even Great therapists who are pretty healthy individuals can benefit from therapy. So don't be scared. Don't let uh, the stigma or the taboo affect you or get you, hold you back at all. Be courageous, be bold, be willing to be vulnerable, go in and be honest and definitely be willing to look again if you're not finding the right fit at first. I hope that helps you a little bit and I hope you have a great day. Let me know if you have any questions. Take care. Thanks for listening to The 10 Minute Therapist. If you found today's episode helpful, please subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. And don't forget, you can always reach out to me on Instagram with ideas for upcoming topics. Until next time.